Today's devotional is from Luke chapter 14. One Sabbath, Jesus went to eat in the home of a leading Pharisee, and those in attendance were watching him closely. Right there before him was a man with dropsy. So Jesus asked the experts in the law and the Pharisees, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. Then Jesus took hold of the man, healed him, and sent him on his way. And he asked them, Which of you, whose son or ox falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, will not immediately pull him out? And they were unable to answer these questions. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited to a wedding banquet, do not sit in the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited. Then the host who invited both of you will come and tell you, Give this man your seat, and in humiliation, you will have to take the last place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the last place, so that your host will come and tell you, Friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in front of everyone at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then Jesus said to the man who had invited him, When you host a dinner or banquet, do not invite your friends or brothers or relatives or rich neighbors. Otherwise, they may invite you in return, and you will be repaid. But when you host a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed. Since they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. When one of those reclining with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is everyone who will eat at the feast of the kingdom of God. But Jesus replied, A certain man prepared a great banquet and invited many guests. When it was time for the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But one after another, they all began to make excuses. The first one said, I have bought a field, and I need to go see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I am going to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I have married a wife, so I cannot come. The servant returned and reported all this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the city and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant replied, what you ordered has been done, and there is still room. So the master told his servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, so that my house will be full, for I tell you, not one of those men who were invited will taste my banquet. Large crowds were now traveling with Jesus, and he turned to them and said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Which of you, wishing to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost to see if he has the resources to complete it? Otherwise, if he lays the foundation and is unable to finish the work, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, This man could not finish what he started to build. Or what king, on his way to war with another king, will not first sit down and consider whether he can engage with 10,000 men, the one coming against him, with 20,000? And if he is unable, 
he will send a delegation while the other king is still far off and ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any one of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its savor, with what will it be seasoned? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile and is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And this is God's word. Okay, these guys won't like it if I heal you now. So come back tomorrow if you still want me to heal you, and I'll do it then, okay? That's what Jesus could have said when the man came to him in verse 4. Instead, after asking the Pharisees and scribes if it was lawful to heal on the Sabbath, Jesus went ahead and healed him anyway, after they remained silent, according to verse 4. Jesus knew they wouldn't like it. That's why he asked them about it in verse 3. Instead of changing his actions to suit the expectations of the religious, so that they would like him, Jesus challenged their false assumptions and healed the man anyway. Then he explained to them why it was not wrong to heal on the Sabbath day, as we saw in verse 5. How often do we act like this? How often do we do the right thing or say the righteous thing even when we know it will anger the people around us? How often do we have the courage to do what God wants us to do, even if it is offensive to others? For me, not enough. Not often enough. If I think someone might not like what I have to say or what I'm going to do, I tend to avoid the subject or change the topic or try to soften the statement or do what I'm going to do privately or another time. Jesus didn't run away from controversy. He looked for it. He took every opportunity to do good, even if others didn't like it. He knew God would be glorified and God's people would be blessed. And that's all that mattered. Now, there's no reason to be unkind or to act like a jerk. That's not godliness. But it also isn't godliness to be a chameleon. Jesus could have acted like the Pharisees when he was around the Pharisees. He could have sneaked over to the home of the puffy man in verse 2 and healed him privately after he left the dinner party. Shoot, Jesus could have said nothing at all and just healed the guy remotely as the man walked out the door with nobody watching. Instead, he took the opportunity to heal the man and to shine a light on the hypocrisy, according to verse 5, of the religious crowd. We care too much about what others think and not nearly enough about doing what is right. Let's look for ways to be more like Jesus and less like a chameleon. And may God bless us as we do so. If you like these devotionals, consider signing up to receive them in your email every day. Go to dailypbj.com slash subscribe to do that. Also, would you consider becoming a financial supporter so that I can make more content and reach more people with God's word? Go to dailypbj.com slash support for that. You can also share this devotional with someone who might benefit from it. I hope you have a great day and God bless you.